It has been a week of console FPS, teams going free, and Pluton joining the party. Today's podcast is sponsored by Devolutions and the Remote Desktop Manager Solutions. You should go check them out at the link down below. We'll have a little bit more about them in a couple minutes. But it has been a week. It's been a week. Actually, next week is a holiday here in the U.S. So it's going to be things I think are going to quiet down uh, on the news front. That doesn't mean there's not going to be nothing. There's going to be tons of like Black Friday conversations and deals and all that stuff happening around uh, the Internet. But let's just dive into the tech news of the week because there is still quite a bit, even though Turkey Day is uh, is upon us just nearly here in the U.S. Anyways, uh, Microsoft actually announced late last night, and this feels like something they are shoving out the door just in time for the holidays, is that Teams, their popular communication hub, is going free for users, or I should say consumers, or just non-businesses. And it's not just sort of like dabbling in the free, like, yeah, you get 20. No, no, no. You can have up to 250 people at a time. You can use SMS integration, so not everybody even has to have Teams app, but you can create a group and use SMS with Teams. Um, and there's no limit on how long the video calls can last. So this is a direct shot at Zoom where everybody's having Zoom calls and then let's zoom on over. But Microsoft is saying, hey, look, you can use Teams all day, uh, big, pretty much as big as a family as you want. You can chat, you can do everything you want. Just, just don't do any work. Uh, effectively is kind of the, the mantra here. But they're trying to get people into Teams and they are just, like there's no limitations. So uh, within reason, like if you have more than 250 people uh, in your family trying to jump onto a Teams call, that might be a problem. Um, but if you just have like a dozen or so and you're just trying to have that turkey chat, uh, Teams, Microsoft's making it pretty dang easy that way. Uh, Pluton is also a big deal this week. Microsoft announced a new security feature. This takes the TPM or the trusted platform module and rather than having it as a separate chip on the motherboard, they're just building that directly into the CPU and they're working with all the players you would expect, AMD, Intel, and uh, Qualcomm. And so those are the three primary chip manufacturers that are building out Windows PCs. And so NVIDIA left off of there, but right now they aren't really building Windows-based PCs and maybe they're not going to be and they're just going with Qualcomm come for now. A uh, little bit of an interesting conversation there because there are lots of manufacturers of ARM chips, including Apple now, um, doing that in the PC space. They've been making them for a while uh, in the, the mobile space for, for some time. Also announced this week is Fluent and I was going to say Bing, it almost came off my tongue. Uh, Fluent and Edge. Microsoft announced that they're bringing some fluent iconography and stuff over to Edge, which is great. But this is one of those things that's like, I guess maybe we can give Edge a little bit of a pass because it's, I mean, it's a new browser for Microsoft. But at the same time, Microsoft built uh, Edge from scratch using the Chromium engine. But this was after Fluent had been announced and they didn't build Fluent into Edge when they built it from scratch. So I I don't know. Uh, one of the more depressing things, if you ever want to do this, is go to the Microsoft Design Instagram account because they show off tons of like really cool concepts like screens and stuff and, and things that should make their way into windows and all that good stuff and then it just never does like it's like oh like yeah that's really aspirational they've been doing this a lot with office lately too where they have these really cool fun fancy uh, office 365 videos and then you go open excel and it's like well, like i don't know um other things sort of in that design uh like area is uh when UI 3.0 is now in preview three. Now this might be tied to something else uh, coming later well, next year, I should say in 2021. Remember Sun Valley, right? The, the supposed UI update and refresh and consistency overhaul that we've been hearing a little bit about coming in the second half of 2021. Well, when UI 3.0 is, well, 
just about here. And so it might make sense that these two things are aligning, right? So you could probably go read the tea leaves of the features and functionality arriving with that platform update, which is pretty significant, and then go look at what Microsoft could be doing for Windows. And it would make sense that they're gonna use this new functionality for their next big shipment of Windows. But then again, this is Microsoft where they announce cool stuff and then never implemented on time. So I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, um, but that is something that has happened this week. The, the preview three is now available if you want to go build that stuff out. Looks like it's moving along pretty quickly, somewhere around like six to eight weeks between pre major preview releases is what it feels like. And so potentially maybe we will start to see this stuff materialize in actual Windows itself, which is kind of what we're all hoping and waiting for. So um, that's sort of the big news around the PC space. There's also some other minor edge updates where uh, there's badge icons that can now update in the background. And so the app doesn't even need to be open if you are a big user of Edge. Uh, this is more of a PWA function, I believe, but it does now work. That was a class, like an, an old Edge, not the new Edge uh, feature and function that never made its way over. And now it's here. And so there you go. Um, that's some big stuff coming from the Microsoft side on, uh, you know, just the, the non-gaming part of the world. So here we go. Here's a quick message from our friends over at Devolution. Azure helps you centralize, manage, and secure access to remote connections, tools, and passwords on a single platform. Streamline your daily workflow with powerful automation tools and securely launch remote sessions without even seeing the credentials. No more pesky sticky notes with passwords on them. So kicking it over to the gaming news here. And if I get one more DM email or something about AC Valhalla running better on PS5, it will drive me closer and closer to the brink of, uh, um, I don't know, alcoholism or whatever you wanna call it. Shouldn't joke about alcoholism. Uh, but anyways, so there's been a, a ton of conversation about how AC Valhalla, the new Assassin's Creed games, runs better on the PlayStation 5. And it does, it gets a better frames per second. Um, and that to me says, or to, to the internet says, ha the PlayStation 5 is a better console. But we know raw horsepower, uh, the Xbox Series X still has more. And so it really just comes down to a bunch of different things. One, there's a couple things that, that kept popping up. Uh, much about this game developer kit, which I, I think wrote about, I don't know if any, I'm sure other people did, but I know I was one of the first, who wrote about it uh, back in June because that was the final release that was going to be utilized for all the games that were coming to launch. So developers would use that game development kit that was signed off in like the June or July timeframe to ship their games coming out in uh, October. And so there's a lot there's a lot of moving parts here the the first thing you need to take as just a blanket statement doesn't matter if it's nintendo doesn't matter if it's playstation doesn't matter if it's xbox first like launch titles are always going to be inconsistent and rough just because again on the xbox side specifically because i know it better than the playstation side they didn't get they, they still don't really even have the full final game development kit or the most optimized version i should say they we and we don't know which version they used and where microsoft is exactly at but i know that as of june or so there were definitely features that were left off for the version that was certified to be able to ship games for launch and which i'm guessing that they probably used because you don't want to be switching up your game development kits like really frequently and trying to add new features of functionality that late in the game because we know what happens if you try to cram things through aka halo infinite and so um that is that is like the first big thing like people are really over indexing on this second thing we also know that playstation 5 development kits went out pretty significantly uh, ahead of xbox i know this just from developers i had talked to around that time that they got ps5 dev kits uh further ahead than the xbox ones those arrived later 
We also know that Microsoft included more technology in the Xbox 360, Xbox Series X and S. We know that from the RDNA that is used. Um, we also know that from the performance that is going out the door. And so Microsoft had to wait a little bit longer to be able to probably get those development kits to their developers. We also know that the Xbox Series X is making use of DirectX 12 Ultimate. That is a more recent technology that is not fully baked into the launch titles. That's just not, they're going to have features and components that probably have DirectX 12, some sort of capabilities, but they're not going to be using the full bread and butter functionality of the console. There's just, there's a lot of like people just thinking like, oh my God, the PlayStation. And at the end of the day, guys, it really doesn't, doesn't matter. As long as you enjoy the game, that is where you win. But that is some like contextualization of, why I believe that the PlayStation 5 has better FPS. Like the Sony platform was just more mature and they're utilizing a lot of the functionality from the PlayStation 4, so it's not as big of a jump for developers. But at the end of the day, Microsoft has a longer tailed future and also a lot of overlap with PC. And so the Xbox Series X will catch up and perform better on launch title or you know titles going forward. We also know that too, because look at backwards compatibility. Microsoft is able to run um, games, placed, or, uh, games like Warzone, for example, at 120 frames per second where the PlayStation 5 can't do that. And how do we know that? It's because in an interview with the Rocket uh, Rocket League uh, developers, they said, hey, look, like it just Microsoft did a better job of making backwards functionality work better on the current generation con or the, the current generation, meaning the Series X and S. And so that's why you see these titles that can run at 120 frames per second, like Rocket League and Warzone, where in the PlayStation 5, they can't because Microsoft introduced some of that functionality actually back with the One X refresh to enable 120 hertz, which enables some of this functionality. Now, if you're trying to understand where I'm going with this, it's like, hey, when you have technology that is two years baked in, it's much easier to optimize and build your games out, much like the developers can't. The developers of the Series X haven't had enough time with the console and the new development kits and the DirectX 12 Ultimate to really maximize the functionality, let alone for a launch title. You've got to remember that Assassin's Creed was built on old platforms or just dev boxes. They didn't even probably have these consoles until at least on the Xbox side until late spring, something like that, to actually really optimize it. And so I would not, people are way over indexing on this. And so that is just, just something to keep uh, keep in mind as you look at, like, at 10 to 15 frames per second um, and the other big deal i think is that on the series s it's locked at 30 frames per second i think that was just a lazy dev potential move i shouldn't call them lazy dev because they got the, they got the stuff out on time so that's a inappropriate uh, characterization but i think that was the easier route for them to take me like, look it's just gonna be locked at 30 frames per second that way we don't have to deal with the potential overhead or issues um, trying to scale it up or clock it higher at something like that so there you go. That's like the big gaming news of the week. Um, just because now that these consoles are out, the other big gaming news is that, hey, uh, if you're trying to get a console, um, good luck. Your best bet is Black Friday. I think a, several retailers are going to be holding it back. Microsoft on their website, by the way, is saying, hey, if you order one from them, like, good luck. It's going to be taking a while to get there. And it's going to be end of December, which just kind of brings like a broader issue to the surface is like every single gaming type launch this year has been kind of a disaster um, from a terms of availability. Like the Series X and S has been very hard to get. The PlayStation 5 has been very hard to get. Uh, the new uh, RTX or new gar new cards from NVIDIA, the 3000 series GP is really hard to get. So if like you're a gamer trying to buy like physical hardware, doesn't matter what platform or where you're going, like it's been a rough holiday unless you managed to use a bot to pre-order it for you or you just got really lucky. 
So uh, there you go. We are going to dive into the questions of the week. Always my favorite part. I tweet those out every single week um, around noon, one o'clock, sometime on Thursdays. If you follow me on Twitter, at BDSams, uh, you can find those links. That's the easiest way to do it or go over to throughout.com. Uh, Easton R says, are there any plans for Microsoft to port your phone app to iOS? It seems super convenient and will be yet another nice thing to have. So it's this is not a Microsoft thing. This is absolutely an Apple thing that they need the, the features and functionality that Android enables, I think it's some of the functionality over Bluetooth, potentially, I'm not entirely sure on that, um, to make your phone possible. For now, it's just not possible because Apple's locked ecosystem. An old Amiga user says, with Microsoft rolling out consumer features to Teams, is it the beginning of Teams for life as opposed to business? It seems that the free version can be accessed with a consumer MSA or Microsoft account and the support a single Teams. Uh, it did, da, 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 da. it says, do you see them adding Teams to Microsoft 365 home and personal subscriptions at some point to spur consumer adoption? I believe it's already sort of there. And so Teams for Life, I don't believe, I don't know if that's going to become like a public facing branding. I know they talked a little bit about it, um, but that is just the way they look at making teams like holistically internally from life, meaning from like, you know, home communication to like work communication. So Teams for, hey, get it, life, full circle. Um, but yes, this is absolutely part of it. This is their master plan of making eventually, I actually believe, uh, replacing Skype and then transitioning everybody to Teams for holistic chat from SMS to all the way up through corporate enterprise chat being one application to rule them all for your life. Um, but yes, this is part of it. And will they include features and additional functionality for 365 home and personal? I believe some of that's already there. So uh, the answer to that is yes. Uh, Joe says, uh, what do you think of the reports coming out of Digital Foundry's Xbox Series X versus PS5 results so far? It appears that they're pretty closely matched with one not really being much better than the other and PS5 coming out on top and area seems unexpected. So just rewind the podcast, uh, you'll get that. But what you got to remember too that when you're a developer, especially putting a, a cross-platform title like this, they're gonna they have to make certain conditional sacrifices to make sure that they have a consistent experience across all consoles. And again, when they're working with hardware that is still a little bit juggling, and when they're working with game development kits that are still not finalized, things are going to be a little waffy. Um, we know for a fact that there's more performance under the hood of the Series X. It's up to Microsoft to help its developers optimize and fully extract all of those features and functionality especially i think we're going to see that maximized in first party titles because it would be kind of odd if it didn't uh personally speaking and so just be on the lookout for that and i like i said people are really really over indexing on this i think just just give it some time guys just just mellow out a little bit uh bish bash says what happened to the bang and olufsen xbox series gaming headset since we haven't heard anything since its announcement all the way back in june you're right we haven't heard anything back in june some reason every time this comes up i think it's january is when we're expected to uh, hear more about it at least that's from what i understood i have their pr contact information and so i should probably reach out to them because i am highly interested in these if you're curious what they're going to look like if you go look at the original xbox series x i think and s um the power your dreams video you'll see a guy sit down on a couch and put the headset on and that is what i believe are the ba the bno uh headsets and will throughout.com get a dark mode uh it's on the agenda at some point 2020 threw things really messed things up from a, a, a perspective here and so i it, it'll happen eventually but i, I have no idea i have no comment about when uh, ngc224 says will there be a public beta for windows 10x next month for select devices December, I almost said January, December feels like an odd month to launch a public beta for an OS that is completely not gutted, but sort of refactored, which is a favorite thing for Microsoft to do. Um, 
in the middle in between two major holidays i'm not saying i don't have i don't know explicitly if it is going to happen next month they were going to ship one earlier in the year but then they after panos took over things really got swashbucketed around if you will and things got shaken up so i don't actually know if there's one coming next month but if anybody out there does know uh, i would love to hear it mr pks says did you not get an did you not get an early evaluation of Xbox compared to Paul because you only play PUBG and no other games uh, that provide a biased perspective review? Um, no, the reason I probably didn't get an Xbox is because I think I made some people angry uh, on that side of the coin. Um, and also, I don't play PUBG anymore, Mr. PK. Uh, Warzone. Warzone's the new hotness. Actually, I've been playing uh, Black Ops a little bit as well. And so jumping between Warzone and Black Ops, uh, mostly... The reason why I buy Black Ops is because it was advertised as 120 frames per second, and that's what I wanted to experience in the next-gen console. And so I go out in there and give them my dollar dues. And then it turns out that they quietly updated Warzone to support 120 frames per second. So anyways, either way, both games are, are fun titles, and I, I enjoy it. I will comment again that the speed of the Series X does make a significant difference. Um, the downside to that is that you just now get faster to the screen that says connecting to Xbox Live, connecting to Activision, connecting, like, and you just sit there and you're like, ah, like, they got, that's the next, like, sort of hurdle they need to figure out is that authentication download mechanism. Um, so the games that are, you know, purely multiplayer based, like Warzone, like, yeah, it loads really fast, but then you're just sitting there waiting for it to connect. But either way, it's still really, really quick. Thrust Bucket rounding out the week says, uh, please pontificate on Valhalla Gate. Uh, what do your sources say about GDK and how much that had to be a blame for disappointing third-party performance compared to PS5? Uh, give us hope that you that it will get better. It will get better. I mean, go look at the go look at the later titles of uh, what the Xbox One is versus the launch titles. Like they're night and day different, and you will absolutely see continued performance here uh, with the Series X, and the, it's going to be a performance battle going on. The PlayStation Five, while it is less powerful, it, it still is a very capable console, and so I, people shouldn't be all that surprised, especially. Like performance, the performance benefits improvements, it's not like a, a linear equation here. Like it definitely is more of like a bell or an arc because the more power you get, yes, you get more performance on the fringes, but not necessarily holistically, um, especially when you look at the performance difference between what uh, Sony is offering and what Xbox is offering. You think about like a high-end sports car. If you go from um, 300 horsepower to 700, major difference. If you go from 600 to 700, yes, the 700 is absolutely better and, and it is faster. But the difference between a 600 horsepower car and a 700 horsepower car isn't nearly as big as like a 700 and a 300 or something like that. So um, just a lot of things to consider. I think we are we're like two weeks in uh, to the console. Um, generation battle and the bigger thing here we need to be looking out for is just when are these next generation true next gen titles going to start arriving um, we have some already out there now but they're still early you know let's be looking for titles that are going to launch sometime next year because then they should have had at least a full year with the finalized hardware if not longer and those titles will be um, really really interesting to watch how they visually perform versus what we are getting today but the good news is here is that 60 frames per second is just about the minimum on the X and the PlayStation 5. And I shouldn't say is. I mean, it absolutely is. And so that is a big win for the gamer, at least on the Xbox side, um, you know, coming from a 1X where you had kind of jankety frame rates on occasion. That being said, folks, it is the week before a holiday or the last Friday, next holiday or next Friday at this time. If I could enunciate correctly, um, we will have, you know, digested the turkey and it'll be people 
uh, people climbing all over each other for to save $9 on an LCD TV and giving each other diseases while they're doing it. But anyways, folks, I hope that you had a wonderful week. I hope that next week you have a safe and happy holiday. And don't forget to check out the link down below to our friends over at Devolutions. I appreciate them hanging out with us today. And I appreciate you tuning in. And we'll catch all of you right back here next time.